What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Five. Okay, we get to the first of seven big Maryland Million stake races for purses of 100000 or more. The starter stakes are nice purses this year, fifty and 60000 But here's the Maryland Million Nursery, a big uh, nine-horse field here. Uh, nine horses that are Maryland sired are going to be in the Maryland uh, Million Nursery, 100000 six furlongs. We have a video spotlight here on Pascal Chant for Lacey Galdet. Good-looking debut win for this two-year-old son of Etched. Uh, Edgar Prado, the Hall of Famer, will ride Pascal Chant in the Maryland Million Nursery. Good, good effort uh, to win by a nose. It was a gritty effort that may have taken a little bit out of him. He didn't run quite back uh, to that race. Second time out, finishing fourth. Behind a good-looking horse, though, dynamic asset. One more great time was up against him again on Saturday afternoon. One more great time. Looks like he'll be tough from the John Rob Barn in there. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I, I pick, uh, you know, I pick, I, I pick one more great time in my exacta. Uh, I pick Jamaican Don. Can Jamaican Don do it here? Two-year-old son of Freedom Child, uh, a nine-length winner at Thistle Downs. First out against Maiden Special Weight, a good second uh, against Stakes Company. Last out at Delaware. Uh, so uh, speed on the inside, uh, out-of-town connections shipping in here with Jamaican Don for the Maryland Millionaires. Yeah, a Thistle Down trainer tie there, uh, Jason DaCosta, but he's uh, also winter down at Tampa Bay and does okay down there too so interesting a shipper coming in here we don't know what kind of horse he is he's got some good numbers country life would love to see this horse win he's by freedom child off to a good start good speed from the inside a good second in that restricted bread uh, restricted stake up at Delaware uh, the AE horse in here uh, where she told me to go beat her that race, uh, beat him that race, but I'm with you. One more good time is going to be probably tough and, and possibly a single in that early pick five. For the me. deliveries continue here, Maryland Millie. It's good to come in on an off day like today, see everybody setting up down there, the tents, uh, the Maryland Million VIP area. Things are really coming together here at Laurel Park. And just uh, Maryland Million, it's a Maryland Sires program, and in the Maryland Million Nursery, you have three up-and-coming sires, one more great time sired by Great Notion. He's an up-and-coming sire up there at Northview Stallion Station. Jamaican Don by Freedom Child. He's at Country Lay Farm. And the four Pascal Chant by Etched, uh, who stands up there, Bonita Farm. Mm -hmm. And of course, Bonita Farm, the birthplace of the Maryland Million with Bill Boniface, Chick Lang, and Jim McKay up there at Bonita Farm. Let's hear what trainer Lacey Galdet had to say about her two year old by Etch, Pascal Chant. Here's what she had to say about the Maryland Million Nursery. He's doing great. Uh, he ran a, a fantastic race in the A other then. Um, he was not a disappointment at, at fourth at all. There was a very tough open field. And um, he's come out of it in, in great order. He had a great work under his belt the other day with Edgar on him. Uh, and I think he'll, he'll, I'm hoping he'll be confident with him after that work. All right, yeah, she gets the Hall of Famer, Edgar Prado, to ride this uh, two-year-old in the Maryland Million Nursery. Comes out of a tough race, comes out of the same race as one more great time. VIP Code, who was third in that race, came back to win. 
Um, I, I like how the, I like the fact that Lacey gets uh, the Hall of Famer Prado uh, to ride her two-year-old, but I'm, I'm still going with Jamaica Don, my top pick in this race. Well, you're rolling the dice that the horse will like Laurel and shipping in and the whole nine yards, but I, I can see that for sure, the way he's going, and he's got the numbers, the figures to win. He's uh, got tactical speed. All right. Ty, who do you like in this race? One more, uh, the nine horse, one more great time. You look at the running lines in here, and this horse has been probably running against the best horses. Beat, uh, uh, beat VIP Code, who came on to win an allowance last race, just finished behind Dynamic Asset. Uh, you see Barry Lee in there, who uh, was running up at stakes races up in New York. So I think one more great time is going to be really tough from that outside post. Yep, okay, I agree with you. Let's uh, turn the page here. Another uh, a Maryland Million uh, stake race here, the fourth race. Nice uh, Maryland Million sprint handicap, 100,000. Big field, 13 horses here in the Maryland Million sprint for 100,000 going six furlongs on the main track. They open this race up to Maryland bred. So you have Maryland sired and Maryland bred horses here in the Maryland Sprint. They only did that with two races this year, the Maryland Million Sprint and the Maryland Million Classic. And uh, yeah, big field here. What do you think about this? The Maryland Million Sprint with 13 in there, Dave. Mm, I think uh, Nick Aradalic Rocks, who uh, won this race last year, looks at the competition. Kieran McGee's got to be shaking his head. Now which way do I go to? I got the Classic <laughs> here. They're both tough races. Right. Uh, I mean, Blue Moon Ace, Easy River on here. Uh, Struth was very capable with his top effort. Uh, it's, it's a good, it's a really good race. Lewis Field, where did his last race come from? At 10 to 1 and upset, he drew off like a 4 to 5 shot in 109 and 2 and winning that restricted allowance race. And real quick, Ty, while we're talking, there's Lewis Field. Yeah, let's show you this uh, nice win against Allowance Company. Got an 84 buyer speed figure in this win, Ty. This was a, a very impressive win. Uh, drew off one by 20 lengths of Charlestown, the race before this, but I see this race uh, is a ton of pace in here. I see Blue Moon Mace, who's probably going to be the heavy favorite in here, even money or possibly less, but you got Victory Chimes, you got Vim, you have Lewis Field, who are all pace horses. This could possibly set up for a deep closer to pick up pace pieces late. That would be rocking on by. Rocking on by. Let's hear what trainer Steve Casey had to say about his six-year-old Maryland bread, who's made almost a half million dollars rocking on by. Always comes with a late rally, likes to likes to get checks, been sec second 17 times, has won six times. Okay, we'll, we'll get you to Steve uh, Casey uh, soundbite here in a second. But, yeah, you're looking for a closer. Rocking on by could well, benefit from a hot early pace. Easy River, definitely one of the closers for sure. The red-hot Claudio Gonzalez barn. He's by Not for Loves. Leads the Maryland Million sire honor roll still after all these years. Now that he's gone, I think, 35 Maryland Million wins yes. for, the, for the great. It's going to be a long time before they, they yeah. eclipse uh, that record. But he's, he's certainly a closer in here. Blue Moon Ace has run two dynamite races, though, uh, in Kevin Patterson's barn, including uh, Coalition Stakes, where the teletimer was smoking at Timonium and 115-1 and <laughs> for 6.5. That's booking over that track. And horses like Blue Moon Ace by Malibu Moon. That's a Maryland bred who got into the race and also rocking on by who's by Rock Hard 10. Uh, he gets into the race because it opens up to Maryland breads. Let's hear what trainer Steve Casey had to say about his veteran sprinter who likes, uh, likes it here at Laurel Park, rocking on by. He's doing fabulous. He's been a, he's been a great horse to train. You know, he's honest, honest as can be. You know, been very, very hard to get the wins from him, but he's always second, third. You know, he's just a lot of fun to, to train. 
Well, I'd like a lot of speed up front. It looks like it's going to set up that way, so that'll that'll help us. We come from so far back, you know. So I'm looking for a good pace, and uh, we'll come running. All right, ready, big horse. All right, rocking on by. Good looking six year old Marilyn Bradney after the fast early pace. Taylor Hole, very good come from behind rider. And uh, be good to see rocking on by finally get the money here in a big race at Laurel. Yeah, Blue Moon Ace coming out of the defense's dash. And though it was a short field, uh, the race has been rubber stamped as Whitmore, who was the beaten favorite of that race, came back to win. At, at Keeneland. At it was Keeneland. a grade two or grade one? Uh, at, at that's the, grade was, two. Grade two. Grade two. Trying to remember. The winner and you're in for the Breeders' Cup sprint, right? Right. Yeah, so and he was not on the best part of the track, Whitmore, that day. Blue Moon Ace uh, was sent hard. Uh, in that race and beaten only a neck by Troublicious. Actually, the, the, the last two runners in the race came back to run 1-2 at Keeneland there in their next start. So the DeFrancis Dash very live, and Blue Moon Ace comes out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be be very tough. I picked Blue Moon Ace on top over Struth. Struth's going to be very tough, a good second behind Blue Moon Ace in the coalition at Timonium. Got a strong 92 buyer in there. So a big field for the Maryland Million Sprint, 13 going to post there. If you had to pick one tie, who would you pick in there? Well, I'd probably pick Blue Moon Ace just by the rep pass form ever since been in uh, Kevin Patterson's barn. But uh, I could see a pace duel in a, a, in a, in a, a pace meltdown and a big price. So that's what happens with uh, these kind of races where you have, you know, 22s and 44s and it just melts down at the front. All right. All right. So big field there in the Maryland Million Sprint. Let's turn the page. Another stake race here in the fifth of Maryland Million Lassie. Big field here in the Lassie. 11 two-year-old Maryland sired Phillies and what a race this is I think the Maryland Million Lassie going to be the one of the races of the day we have three video spotlights to show you uh, three talented uh, Phillies let's start with limited view limited view is going to be my top pick in the Maryland Million Lassie two-year-old Philly by freedom child she had a good-looking debut win here at Laurel Park tried grade two company at Saratoga that was a little too tough but she came back and and regained her top form to win a nice allowance race here at Laurel Park with the Hall of Famer Edgar Prado aboard. Prado's back aboard. And I remember talking to Salzman Jr., John Salzman Jr., the trainer, in the winner's circle after this win. And he said he kind of had to train her a little harder uh, to, to, to have her calm for that race. And uh, he, he thinks she's going to be better more sharper, more fast for this race. So limited view with that speed on the outside and the Hall of Famer Edgar Prado going to be awfully tough. Margie's money, two for two uh, coming into the race, looking for three for three. Blinkers going on, Pikachu Princess. Pearl Gem was kind of with the grain of the track, I thought, in the maiden score. But Mary Epler has a nice filly on her hands there, the daughter of Frisian Fire. Here's a good stat for you. Thanks to Keith Fusil who gave me this this morning. In the last five years, I'm sure he'll use it on the handicapping show. Mary Epler with horses coming off a of maiden dirt sprint wins coming back next time out. Six for 20, 13 for 20 in the money, and a big positive ROI. This filly's got some talent. There's plenty of speed in front of her. Uh, and she's not a filly that gets double digits back. We have all kinds of video for this race. You're talking about Pearl Jam. Let's show you the debut win here at Laurel Park for this Frisian Fire filly. If we have it, uh, let's, let's show you Pearl Jam. And uh, yeah, Alex Centron's going to ride for Mary Mary Epler. I like this filly in her debut at 12 to 1. Came with a late rally with Katie Davis aboard. Uh, gets Alex Centron, top rider, uh, top rider uh, here at Laurel Park. So yeah, she's she's going to be tough. Hopefully, she doesn't get too covered up early 
early on breaking from the three hole. Yeah, it was a nice stride on her, Ty. She yeah. does. She's got a good stride. Started in the waiver claiming uh, that level. Broke a little slow this race and made a big run. Was a little awkward down down the stretch, but you expect to see that in a two-year-old. Uh, um, just going to improve and, and learn going forward. Might be a big jump up in class with that two outside horses, limited view, and Margie's money in here uh, for Pearl Gem. But uh, that was a good good debut win. Limited view and Margie's money, the only two-time winners in the race. We showed you limited view. Let's show you Margie's money. This was a good-looking win. She had to survive an, an early duel, uh, Dave. She was three wide going into the far turn, and uh, she, she survived that and repelled a challenge here, even though she's on her left lead. Uh, so a good-looking uh, determined win by Margie's money. A little regression off a sharp first-out win against Maiden Special Company, but uh, she's got early speed I mean I wouldn't I'm not knocking that that victory at all I and mean, uh, she's very quick on her feet she's got a good draw to the outside a good, a good uh, 61 buyer figure in there. Katie Davis stays aboard. Pikachu Princess could be a little bit shot underneath. Uh, finished second in a two Enchanted Star, who's on the AE in this list. But uh, Enchanted Star did finish six, six lengths behind Margie's money earlier in the year. Um, so I think it's really going to be probably a two-horse race for the two outside horses. All right. One of the races of the day, I think, the Maryland Million Lassie. Let's show you one more race, then we'll get a quick commercial break. Race six uh, is a starter race. Maryland Million starter race going nine for a on the Acceler turf course, rail at 70 feet, big field here in the sixth race. Let's see, we have 14, field of 14 here, and let's show you Grecian Prince. Uh, Grecian Prince is gonna, this is not, again, that's my fault, this is gonna be for the sixth race. Grecian Prince for race six, and this was a good looking win here at Laurel Park against Allowance Company, going a mile on September 8th for Hugh McMahon. Uh, now uh, Hugh McMahon has, gets Katie Davis to ride this four-year-old son of Smarty Jones once again. Grecian Prince is going to be the, one of the horses to beat, I think, in race six. Grecian Prince, I think, is probably going to be the pace of this race. Um, there's not a ton of speed in here, so he's, he's probably going to take, uh, Katie Davis is probably going to take this horse, try to go gate to wire. Uh, you got a little bit of speed from open the bank, the eight horse on the outside. Uh, the big question is the turf and the distance, I would say, uh, for, for yeah, Grecian Prince. That was on the dirt, but this horse did have a good-looking uh, second going long on the turf against Lounge Company over the summer here. Horses on the outside, Zensland, Soup to Coop, uh, Slip and Drive, all have good uh, turf records in their past, and I don't think they'll have any problem going a mile and an ace. So I'm kind of maybe sticking outside in this starter stakes. And kind of a blow-up horse is 0 for 9 on the turf, fletched. I thought ran a big race, beating two lengths to he's one wild dude. Uh, blast out, beating two lengths at 66 to one. Uh, I'm going to use him in the in the tries. Well, this is a, a starter handicap, yeah. and you see the nice lightweight assignment with the journeyman rider Xavier Perez in at 109. Uh, well, so, so that could show up here in, in, in this starter yeah, handicap. Yeah, I don't know if the X Man's going to do the 109, but you know, we, <laughs> I tell you, he's, he can get a put a long shot home. That's for sure, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dave, you talked about Zen's Land. You mentioned, and, and I think if it's a very interesting horse. Jamie Nuss gets this horse back to what Jane Sabelli had. This horse is going to be right there. I think you're going to go to a good price. Haven't seen the morning line for this race yet, uh, but I think you should get an honest maybe 5, 6 to 1 around uh, the 12 Zen's Land. Yeah, I'm sticking outside here. Just don't know which way, really. It's a really nice a, a wagering race. 
You're looking for prices. I think the nine-year-old Soup to Coop going to be very tough in this race for Billy Campbell and Steve Can Hamilton. The Soup to Coop, my top pick in race six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yes, race six will be the first leg of the 20-cent rainbow pick six on Saturday. Let's get a quick commercial break. Still five more races on Jim McKay, Maryland Million Day to talk about right after this. thrill of victory and the agony of defeat either way you win have a stake in the race with express bet Okay, welcome back. Let's start with race seven here. The Maryland Million Distaff Handicap is going to kick off the late pick five on Jim McKay, Maryland Million Day. This Saturday, it's a $100,000 event for Philly Amares three and up, going seven furlongs, big field, nine Maryland sired Philly Amares here in the Distaff. Crab Cake's going to be your heavy favorite. Everybody loves Crab Cakes. Everybody loves the name. She's a nice Philly, though. Let's show you her last win. September 15th here at Laurel Park. Three-year-old Philly by Great Notion in top form right now for trainer Bernie Alton. This was a good-looking win. First time she faced older horses against two other than Allowance Company here, and she just blew them away. Crab Cakes in top, top form right now. Yeah, top form, two back-to-back. -back. Really nice races. The Miss Disco then this race. She was really eager to go on the bit early in the race, and I thought maybe that would take a little something out of her in the stretch, but found an extra gear. I thought that was her best race ever lifetime she's coming off that i don't think she's gonna peak i think it's she's just gonna hand them their lumps the yeah. crab cakes <laughs> crab cakes popular in the the dining room i know they're on every buffet gonna be popular in the windows probably gonna be a single on a lot of people's pick fives probably a single uh on my pick five i do look at my magician the three horse gladio gonzalez trains uh good win in a stakes race three back at delaware good win at timonium last time out uh going six and a half on that bull ring but uh, i think crab cakes is gonna probably be too tough for anybody else in this field that was my favorite race of the timonium meet my magician and line of best fit yeah it's the last time i cashed a bet <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah we got a nice nine to two <laughs> price for my magician at timonium you get a nice price in, in the distaff yeah. as well because crab cake's going to be a heavy heavy what three to five favorite yeah. probably right uh yeah i mean uh, she's going to be a single on many 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 tickets but you're right you're right ty my magician's won two out of her last three uh, and Crab Cakes gets caught napping. My Magician's got a really nice surge to her. We've seen that before. Her last two races, two wins, uh, and the Gonzalez Barnum been really sharp. Uh, all right, let's turn the page here. Still four more to go. Let's see, 8 9, 8 9, 10 11. Yep, still four more to go. Just checking my math here. Race 8's the Maryland Million Turf. Big field in here. Nine Maryland sired. Horses in the Maryland Million Turf, three and up, $125,000 is the purse going a mile on the bowl game turf course, rail at 17 feet, and we have a video spotlight. One of my favorite horses, talk show man for trainer Amy Smith, the seven-year-old going well right now, seven-year-old by Great Notion. Here's his win against Allowance Company last July here at Laurel Park, going a mile, got a strong 93 buyer in this win. We see the same kind of effort by, from Talk Show Man Saturday, and he's going to be awfully tough to beat. In 2015, he ran in the Maryland Million Classic on the turf, but you know, I just think he's a slightly better. Uh, he's won in the dirt before. I just think he's a much better turf horse, especially going a mile. Now, he's seven now. You know, Has he reached kind of the peak in his career? Uh, it doesn't really matter. He's got a lot of back class. Uh, 
maybe a horse like an up-and-coming three-year-old I think is going to run a big one. Some kind of magician. It's run three improving races in a row at three different tracks, Laurel and two New York at Saratoga and Belmont. And Trombetta gets two really nice works into him at Fair Hill. He could be the now horse at a, uh, I don't know what price he is on the line. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll get the odds. Uh, I'm glad you brought that horse up. We caught up with trainer Mike Trombetta this morning. Here's what he had to say about his three-year-old son, a street magician, some kind of magician. That one I'm pretty excited about. Um, he's improving. He won in New York. Um, the mile's a question mark for him, but it's time to find out. He's pretty handy. He could probably put him wherever he needs to be. Okay, so Tron Bettis say he's pretty high on this horse here. They're, you know, the, the mile, a little bit of a question mark, but uh, he's in very good form and doing well right now. I'm on some kind of magician. I love him. I'm going to use him on top. Uh, he brings up a good point. The one time this horse did do two turns down at Gulfstream in January of this year, uh, finished nine, beating 13 lengths. So uh, that's a big question mark. Talk show man needs uh, is a little bit pace dependent. You do have some good pace with Spartianos in here, the four horse, um, who finished second in this race last year. Um, so he could get a, a decent pace to run into and cutting back to a mile from, from the distance. So I do like talk show man, but, but uh, Dave, I'm with you. I'm looking at the horse that uh, probably has the best potential or upcoming potential yeah. in the race, some kind and, of magician. And a lot of times, you know, when you see a horse that's run a poor race at the distance, I love to see that then the layoff. So whatever happened took a few months. They gave him some time away. I mean, it doesn't mean he's going to hate this distance of a mile or he's strictly a sprinter. Uh, he, he's bred to go the distance for sure. The mile should be no problem and like the way he's coming into the race. All right, talk show man, some kind of magician. Grandy Flora, do that dance. Nice, nice uh, field here for the Mail and Million Turf. That's race eight. That'll kick off the late pick four. Let's turn the page here. Race nine, Mail and Million Ladies, $125,000 purse. Philly and Mares, we're going nine furlongs on the Exceller turf course rail is 70 feet nice big field 10 Maryland sired Philly and mares here and the Maryland million ladies let's show you a barrel of dreams here's a win up at Saratoga late August against a nice first level allowance field uh, got a strong 86 buyer to win this race five-year-old mare by not for love coming to town for trainer Charlton Baker barrel of dreams gonna be awfully tough in the Maryland million ladies but is she really almost a horse for a course couple of wins at Saratoga this summer a couple of wins at Saratoga last summer so that's four I count there out of six lifetime uh, total um, you know so she'll have to transfer the form to Laurel and I don't, I don't want to knock anything against the horse that was a good win we saw uh, two back and three back winning up there but but all summer Saratoga was playing really uh, speed favoring to right. biased horses this is a little bit different track it's a little heavier um, so barrel of dreams is definitely going to be tough to beat especially winning that first level allowance last or two times back uh, great soul Tom Proctor horse the eight horse is really interesting to me uh, has won on the turf before so the turf's not going to be any kind of issue has been running in state bred restricted races up in in Pennsylvania has been competing I would toss the last race something happened um, Tommy Proctor Ashley Krasenja's back on board I think the eight great soul is going to be probably a decent price. I'm not sure what the what Keith uh, is going to make on the horse, but uh, she, I'll be interested. In she's got speed. Barrel of Dreams has speed. I'm looking for somebody out of it, maybe like a Northern Smile. The far outside, I think Kelly Rubley has managed this horse perfectly to set her up for the Maryland Million Ladies here uh, with her best race. She uh, was 90 to one, I know, but that was in the all along last time out against On Leave and tough horses like that. Uh, she was favored. Uh, she was favored last year 
in the Maryland Million Ladies against Devilish Love, who's back in the race again this year. So I think she uh, may be a bit overlooked. I know that she's, I believe, 5-1 to one on Keith's morning line. Yeah, uh, you have to respect her, I think. Devilish Love, the defending champion for uh, in this race for trainer Tony Dutro. She could be getting back in good form. Trainer Mike Trombetta has two horses in here. Magician's Vanity, and that, that's the four and the six. My sister, Sledge, here's what Trombetta had to say about his two Philly mares and the Maryland Million Ladies. They're both doing good. Vanity's going to run back on quick rest. We just acquired her back from the guys in New York last week. And my sister, Sledge, we've been pointing towards this. She had a real good five and a half, just ran out of ground. Uh, you know, she rates well. She can probably do the mile and an eighth just fine. Okay, talk, uh, he was talking about my sister's sledge there. Had a very good second against Allowance Company last out. Gets Pimentel by, uh, by Etch, so you would think she'd like to stretch out in distance. She broke her maiden going long on the turf earlier this year down at Gulfstream, so Trombetta will probably have a decent price there on the six, my sister's sledge. I have a feeling this is going to be one of the races where you'll see some decent pace up front, and uh, somebody's going to be closing. Maybe many horses will be closing the stretch, and it could be one of those four or five-way type photo finishes open in the last 16th of a mile at least. All right, so it could be a, a nice running there, will be a nice running there in the Maryland Million Ladies. Let's turn the page. Feature of the day, race 10, the Maryland Million Classic. They open this up to Maryland bred, so you have Maryland sired and Maryland bred horses here in the Classic. 12 horses entered in this race. This is a $150,000 race going nine furlongs on the main track. And let's show you the two-time defending champion, Admiral Zwarchast. This was his win last year here at Laurel Park. He won it the year before. He's trying to become the first horse to win it three years in a row. Ate too fast. He won it three years, but not three consecutive years. So Admiral's Warchest trying to do it three years in a row for the first time ever. He's only won. He's only ran one time this year. That was back on October 8th. Dave, what do you think? Is the two-time defending champion ready to ready to go and only his second start this year? Well, he, I thought he ran a pretty good effort there and his only start of 2017, he dueled down inside against the grain of the track a bit there as Dr. Mone has a good trip in winning out there on the better part of the going. And the ultimate goal, obviously, is the classic to try to win it three years in a row. He's got the inside gate, and John Jones, just who was outside, should be sharp second off the layoff as well. All right, uh, John Jones going to be one of the favorites uh, in this race. Uh, Ty, what do you think about this five-year-old? Your thoughts on John Jones, and we'll see what Lacey Goldhead had to say. I think John Jones is probably the, the horse to beat in here, but you have all the speed horses lined up uh, one, two, three. Todd Pletcher, the three-horse. Uh, Jaronson is not going to let Admirals Warchest or John Jones go off on a low sleeve. Probably going to want to set it up for the other Todd Pletcher, the five-horse bonus points in here. Yeah, yeah he's a... Uh, He's a nice horse, bonus points, you know. He's got to take on some older runners here. He's a three-year-old, and I don't see, you know, any. No, he hasn't faced older, has he? Uh, this is his first time against older horses, but he's really uh, run some good, kept good company. The addition of blinkers, Pavel, bricks and mortars on the turf in his last two starts. This race remains intact. The pace could be quite honest up front. Yeah, I, I picked yeah. John Jones on top, a seven-time winner here at Laurel Park. Only one start this year. That was a turf sprint up at Belmont. Let's see what trainer Lacey Godet had to say about th that race and how John Jones is doing coming into the Classic. 
He's doing really well. Um, we just really wanted to get a race under his belt, so it was kind of taking him out of his element against open company, went three quarters on the grass. Uh, but he did everything we asked. He made a nice run, kind of thought that he was maybe going to get there, but those sprinters in New York just didn't come back to him. And he came out of the race in great order, and we were prepared if the Classic opened up to be ready for it, and uh, it looks like it all worked out. Probably to have the speed on the inside and lay off of him and just loom around him. Um, he's going to be a little sharp, so it'll be hard to keep him off the uh, off the speed. But I know that there's some other there's some other pace in there, so I think he'll be laying right off of him. All right, so Lacey indicating a bunch of speed in the classic. Doesn't uh, look like she wants to be uh, you know up there in a speed duel early on. Hopefully, John Jones can get a nice rating trip here in the classic. Yeah, I, he can rate a little bit, and that's for sure. Uh, looking at closers, <clears throat> getting outside draws, Clubman, Ghost Bay. I mean, they're, they're very capable horses. Uh, Clubman, a three-time winner at this track. And a lot of people thinking maybe Ghost Bay is a turf horse, not necessarily. You know, he's won on the dirt, comes off a solid, I thought, his best effort lifetime on the turf last time out. But here we go, that Bender legacy coming through, perhaps, on Maryland Million Day, one of the leading breeders of uh, Maryland Million winners ever there, the Benders yeah. with Ghost Bay. And Horatio Caramanos has been known to upset the apple cart in stakes races everywhere. Yeah, for for sure. And another uh, a couple other horses in the race that might upset the classic is uh, trainer Mike Trombetta has two in here. Flash McCall running third off the layoff. And Southside Warrior, third start since he claimed Southside Warrior up at Saratoga. So Trombetta with two shots in the classic. Here's what he had to say about both of his horses. They're actually both training good. Uh, Flash McCall, we can discount his last race a little bit. We ran him on a turf. I just wanted to try to get continuity in, into this race, and that was his. this will be his third race off the layoffs. Usually that tends to be one of their better ones. It's a tough tough race now that it's opened up. Southside Warrior, he's he's pretty honest horse too. Just thought the Maryland bread thing would be good to bring him back here and run him in the Maryland bread stuff, but uh, I didn't know the Classic would open up, but if he you know, trains well and does well. I mean, the possibility of a Maryland bread steak or something is definitely in the cards for him. Yeah, Southside Warrior could be the real deal. Four-year-old uh, uh, called by Warrior, <coughs> Warriors Reward. This horse ran a 90, going nine furlongs on the main track at Saratoga against open 40,000 company when Trombetta claimed the horse. A decent third last out against the Lowndes company uh, at Park. Southside Warrior could be tough uh, with Alex Center on board. Yeah, uh, that, that Southside Warrior out of the two Trombettas probably has the best chance. Flash McCall needs an absolute pace meltdown in the front. Uh, Southside Warrior is going to be mid-pack, probably sitting behind the two or three uh, dueling leaders. And then if that does, uh, if, if the horses come back in that last furlong or two at the quarter pole, uh, Southside Warrior could be a perfect pace or a perfect uh, uh, position to, to pounce and, and yeah. take. He's going to have to try to get position from the outside, and I think that's kind of a negative for him. If he'd drawn kind of a middle post, just sit right off the speed with no problem, but he's going to have to try to work out a trip to that first turn run in this race, whereas Clubman, a bit more relaxed early, can settle and soak in uh, Ghost Bay, obviously. But we've seen him come from way back, double digits back, in some of his starts in the past. So he's been four or five lengths off the lead traditionally recently. All right, so a big 12-horse field, Malin sired horses, and Malin Bread's going to dole it out in the Malin Million Classic this year.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.